Hello and welcome back to another exciting week on Talking With Experts podcast with your host Chris Cowden. This week I have Khalid Mized joining me to talk about high ticket sales and how to shape your marketing message to solve different types of problems. He talks a lot about perspective, mindset and how to prepare for a sales conversation when you're looking to sell something that's more than a thousand dollars. So I hope you enjoy this episode and prepare to get your mind blown. Thanks, Chris, for having me. So I uh, I help like mindset coaches and wellness and health coaches in their copy and in their marketing. And uh, like my journey started actually. By the way, I'm I'm a civil engineer by profession. I used to work as civil engineers for like so many years, for more than like 15 years. And um, then I started to work as a mindset coach in the trade in the financial industry. So I was I used to work with traders, with fund managers, and during that time, I started to realize that I didn't know what marketing is. So I just know what I'm doing. I didn't really focus on marketing, uh, although like with, with my background in engineering, so I, I was quite familiar like with with sales process things. It was a different perspective, but I, I was quite familiar with with was working with numbers and sales and things. But it's completely different perspective when you start selling to individuals rather mm-hmm. than like selling to companies. And I I am fascinated actually by human behavior. And this is like when I started working on personal development and mindset. And then like, I realized I need to understand marketing. I need to learn marketing. You can't just say like, oh, like I'm really good at what I'm doing and, and that's it. And that was really shock for me because I said like, you know, like we had these things about like sales is a bad thing. The marketing is a bad mm. thing and we need to manipulate people and manipulation is a bad thing. And this is like where this is where I started my quest to understand marketing. And I realized that it's, it's really human behavior. And once you understand the mind, once you understand the perspective of the other person, marketing becomes as easier. And you just move this mindset from marketing is a manipulative or, although like I have a take on manipulation actually mm-hmm. is not a bad thing as, yeah. as, as we think, but like, and I'm, I'm, I'm talking about manipulation in a negative way because like, I'm just saying, just to clarify this, like you can manipulate a child to take like a medicine or to take something that because they have to, yeah. uh, because you, you, you can't afford them the persuasions and everything that they require because they will not understand what are you talking about. However, like you need to do some manipulation. So you need to add it to an, on some liquid or something. So manipulation actually is not a bad thing as we understand so but this is like where i started my journey on ah like this marketing actually is a good thing it's not a bad thing as yeah. we think <laughs> yeah and i think that's probably the root of why we link manipulation as a bad thing because we were forced into taking med- medication when we were younger we were forced to do certain things so that's probably why there's a huge negation negative connotation around sales and manipulation i know you have a different way of approaching it in in something you call the alchemy method. Can you explain more about that? Yes. yes. So the the content alchemy method is actually under something I called reality shifting marketing. And reality shifting marketing, in a sense, is 
people don't relate to your experience or like to our experience as people who are selling something or who are people who are trying, I'm talking about selling not just like products, but selling because you start selling your ideas first. Mm. So we just need to understand that you're not selling just product. You're selling your ideas. This is, you need sales and you need persuasion and you need marketing on every area in your life. Like even in a date, even with with your girlfriend, with your wife, with, with your spouse, with whatever you need, you need persuasion. You need to use these tools. So the only reason why people don't understand or don't believe what you're saying, because they have different experiences and mm. different beliefs than yours. Now, and this is where I start to understand. Yes, because as long as you are not shifting the reality, they have their own reality. So I want you to think like this. This is your reality. This is what you believe in. This is what you think. Mm-hmm. And this is where the other person thinks. Like they believe this and you believe that. Now, as long as you are talking here, they don't understand what you're talking about on the other side. Yes. Unless you're going to start talking about their reality. And then they're going to say, okay, like that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. And once they are in and they feel, they can see that you relate to the reality, then you can tell them, okay. Now you understand that this is your reality, but the only reason why this is happening to you is not everything that you think, Mm. it is the real thing. And this is where the content alchemy method started. I start to have this formula called the NTBT formula, which is not this, but that, which it is simply like a persuasion formula telling people, here is your reality. Here's what you're experiencing. And I, I, it's kind of funny story how I actually discovered this. I, I'm going to tell you a story about um, the man who taught me this actually was my dentist. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't taught me as a persuasion formula, but what happened was um, I went, I, I had like so many years ago, I had this bad toothache. Yeah. I woke up in the morning and I did like what every man does when they have a toothache i just ignored it yeah and i'm not like someone who takes like painkillers or something so i just ignored this it's gonna be okay next day it's gonna be okay it's and then i waited and like after a week or something like the pain starts to increase and it starts to become really horrible and this is when i started to take like painkillers and it wasn't really working until the week after my uh, gum started to start bleeding my mouth just well, it was like horrible and this is where like I and I, I was hanging there but I had a meeting at that time and I couldn't attend the meeting like I went in the meeting I couldn't talk and this is when I decided to go to the dentist because I have no other options <laughs> I have to go to the dentist I went to the dentist I was standing on the desk there I was talking to the guy and he said like oh there is no way on earth you're gonna go there I said like I'm not leaving like gonna go now you have to book an appointment you didn't have an appointment i was just like going there because i was in so much pain so i went to the guy and finally they allowed me to to go there and i went there and i told him hey like i have this i believe it's an infection all i need is just an antibiotic it's gonna go just let me get an antibiotic and this is like so i was telling me actually what to do so you know like I'm going yeah. with this mindset. So you don't tell me what to do. I'm telling you, this is what, this is my problem is. And it was funny. Like it shows you how open-minded I was at that time. <laughs> yeah, not. 
And I went to him, I said, yeah, like, I believe it's an infection. I just need an antibiotic, it's gonna be okay. He said, okay, yeah, can I check it? I said, okay. And kind of like open your mouth to check this. He said, okay, like, uh, what did you try? And they said like, oh man, like I have been taking painkillers for the last week. I'm using like all the home remedies that everyone is talking about, like salt was water, like salt was water, anything that you can buy from the pharmacy that you can get, I could, <laughs> and it's not working. And he said, okay, so you think it's a, an infection? And I said, and all you need is a pain, like it's, it's just an antibiotic. I said, yes, I believe so. He said, the problem is it's not actually an infection. It's something called root canal. At that time, I have no idea what root canal is. And then he started to explain to me, which is a deeper thing that we need. And I said, okay, so what, do you, what root canal is? I started to explain to me, here's what root canal is. And said, okay, so if there is a solution for that. He said, oh, there is something called root canal treatment. And I said, okay, like how long does it take? He said, like, it takes like three to four uh, like sessions. And uh, this is that when the treatment happened, I said, how much does it cost? It costs that much. I said, okay, deal done. When can we start? Oh, like if you book an appointment today, we can do it. I said, let's do it. And then after, after I finished, like I've actually forgot about it, but after that later, I said, you know what happened there? Like imagine at that time, I saw two ads. Yes. And one of them was telling me, hey, do you have a root canal problem? And I am the best man in the universe who is doing root canal. And I, I am certified root canal expert. And this is one ad. And the other ad was telling me like, hey, like, are you tossing around in bed? You can't eat, you can't sleep, you can't talk. And yeah. you might be thinking it's actually like an infection or something, but actually it might be something deeper than that might be something called root canal which you might not understand we don't know what it is but the best way to do that is to book an appointment with us and come now the two ads might have the same yeah treatment the same option which is like which which is just like it you book an appointment with for free or whatever and this is when i realized when the man starts talking about my world like going back to the yes, metaphor yeah. that my wallet at that time was pain, was, was, gum, was gum was bleeding, was swallowing, was blah, blah, blah. His wallet, he knew it was something called root canal. Mm. If he was talking and giving me a lecture about root canal before I go in, I wouldn't listen to him because I didn't know what he was talking about. And this is when I actually understood that I wouldn't relate to him if he started talking root canal at first without canceling the other options and let mm. me understand and first understand my reality first understand my world and shifted my perspective from where this is where the formula came it's not this but that so it's not yeah. actually an infection that's gonna go with antibiotics it's yeah. actually something a root canal that's called a deeper treatment and this yes. is like actually when i started to break down the formula i said you can do this in every perspective so let's let's take an example let's take like if someone is a mindset coach or a wellness coach so people might think okay um i don't have a mindset problem maybe i have uh, a marketing problem or i have different problem and you say okay so what have you tried did you try courses in marketing did you try this did you try that didn't work Oh, it didn't work. I tried this, you tried that. Okay, so did you try 
this and this and this. So this is when actually I came with something called later the 10, um, the 10 clients locked. Uh, this is when we discuss the 10 client codes. This is when we start to break down how we get the NTBT. So when you start relating to them, instead of telling them what you are selling directly or what yeah. is your product directly, you start to look at, at what they are struggling with first. Mm-hmm. And then you can move them to the world. And then we can, I, I can tell you more about the thing client codes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like that whatever they're doing isn't working um, and they don't know what they don't know. And then you test exactly. new things. If that doesn't work, then try something else, test this. If that doesn't work, try something else. And you're, you're, you're speaking with them, understanding their problems and then asking them have you tried this and diagnosing exactly. yeah rather than exactly. being open being closed minded and say i know what i need i need you to hire me to fix my problems rather approaching it a different it, way so that, that's exactly hmm. yeah so so we, we came up with with the 10 client codes when we started going deeper into how actually we get how to start to know you really know understand your person like your ideal clients. I know like so many people do a client, um, what they call it? Avatar. The client or... avatar, the perfect avatar, whatever perfect client is. And, and they are all amazing tools and things. But I believe there are some missing, uh, missing aspects that if you don't take in consideration, uh, your client avatar will likely be an imaginary person that who doesn't exist in reality. Because yeah. we are talking about just an imaginary person. How does it look like? And instead of talking to real live people and start talking to them so the first thing that it's quite obvious that people always talk about is the pain points and and when i talk about the pain points here i don't mean the problem itself because most people what they jump on is the root cause remember the dentist story yeah the pain points or the symptoms wherein it wasn't root canal root canal was the deep cause or, yes. or, or the root cause of the problem my symptoms were the I have a toothache, I, I, I have my gum was bleeding, I couldn't sleep, I couldn't eat, I couldn't talk. This was my symptoms. Symptoms, These were yeah. my symptoms. These were my symptoms. It weren't the root cause because most people talking root cause. Most people talk the root cause of your problem is X, Y, Z. And once you say the root cause, they are out because they don't understand what are you talking about. They can't relate to the root cause. So start talking symptoms first because they can relate to that. Mm. once you start relating symptoms then you start shifting them another thing is to start talking about wants what they actually really want now this is going to be tricky because remember my story with the dentist he didn't tell me imagine that i he what you remember like i had a toothache Mm -hmm. and then he he told me the root cause is actually root canal problem and what was his offer it wasn't, treatment. It, was, it was a root canal treatment. It wasn't how to whiten your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't having, it wasn't ha- how to have like the $1 million Hollywood smile. Why? Yeah. Because he, he shifted my reality. So here are your symptoms that you are having right now. But the real problem is this. And here is my treatment. So it, it was that. logical, it was logic steps. 
those logical steps that takes me in a journey like here are your symptoms i agree with them you tried xyz you started to close some doors i'm going to talk about that in a minute what how to close some doors and then he moved me to up oh, the root cause of xyz which is a root canal problem and here is my offer his product wasn't how to have the best teeth ever now that might be his second like upsell or whatever yeah. you call it later but at this stage, I didn't want the $1 million holding smile. I really wanted to stop this pain. I really wanted to become normal again. This is what I really wanted. Mm-hmm. And when, when most people, when they think about wants, they think about some people in, in, in copywriting, they call it what is the ultimate desire and what is the, the, the real desire that they want. Most people go to the ultimate desire. You want to have a million, multi-million dollars. You want to make money, all of this. You want to do this. You want to like have the cars and things, and which is which is cool and nice and amazing. And there is nothing wrong with that. But right now, what do they want? Yeah. What well, they well, don't want yeah. that they act. Yeah, this ultimate short term to that. But what is the first short term that the immediate desire, if you want to call it? What is the immediate desire? that will lead them to the ultimate desire that will make your ultimate desire make sense because there is another thing that calls the the confidence level so if if you start to going immediately to the ultimate desire they start to kind of lose confidence in you and 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 even if they are confident in you they lose confidence in themselves Mm -hmm. because they say oh okay maybe chris can do that but actually i can't do that yeah and this is where you start talking about short-term goal then they can see themselves doing it um the third thing we would like to talk about in the client codes is their frustrations what they are really frustrated about mm. when i say here frustrations i want to talk about they are frustrated about things that happen to them they they might feel injustice about things they might feel that they uh there are other people who are trying to manipulate them in a negative way talking about these things that you become in their sides they yeah. start to feel that you relate to them you understand them you, yeah. you become to the and i i mean all of that everything i'm talking about is under the premise that you have your people's best interest in heart when you are talking to them so I'm not talking that you're just trying to sell them whatever and you don't really, I'm talking about that you really have a good product, you really have a good thing, you really care about them mm-hmm. and you are genuinely caring about their best interests in your heart. And if that even their best interests at that time that you're going to tell them, hey, I don't think I can help you. Yeah. At certain points, you can say that. And it is so powerful if you tell them that. He says to them, hey, like, I believe I can't help you at this stage, or I don't, I'm not the right guy for you. It gives you so much power to say no to people. Mm. And it teach and, and it let them, by the way, it, it makes people want you more. And I'm not telling that so you can do this, but having this freedom to say no and say I can't help you or I'm not the right guy for you gives you so much power. It makes you less needy. Actually, which I talk about how to have like high energy. Mm-hmm. with zero neediness or less neediness without yeah. being needy yeah i think another thing oh, sorry yeah go ahead no, no, go I, ahead. I can i can see on our facebook um that there are needy people so how do you and i know you you're still on that chain of thought 
So maybe we'll end what you were going to talk about. No, no, that's right. But um, so yeah, how do you uh, about neediness is you, you need to understand like why any person is needy mm-hmm. in the first place that you are probably when someone is needy, they are believing that there is only one source of something and like so let's pretend that i'm having one person that i'm selling to right now and i need the money right now if i don't have any other source of income or i don't have any other prospects right now when i'm talking to this person i'm going to be needy Mm -hmm. because i don't have any other options so if you have multiple options that makes you less needy because you don't have to be needy if you have other options. Mm-hmm. Another thing that, that makes you less needy is to understand that giving the perspective that you, you, you will have other options, you, you, when you talk to someone, you are, I don't have like, it, it, whether you're on a sales calls, whether you are an argument, whether you are like in a job interview, whether you are whatever you're doing, Never think that when you go, like go with all the positive thinking that you can know, but deep inside, I don't really care if I'm going to get it or not. Maybe sometimes it's okay. I, I, I would like to get it. It would be amazing if I get it, mm-hmm. but I'm super okay if I don't get it. Yeah, not coming so off preparing yourself. Yeah, preparing yourself that it's okay. Like I, I call it like, I'm always okay being not okay. <laughs> so I'm always okay being I'm I'm always okay being not perfect. I'm yes. always okay having a bad day. I'm always okay um, losing a sale. I'm always okay being rejected. I'm always okay like having a a copy sales page that's gonna flop. I'm always okay like having something that's not gonna work. Mm-hmm. Having an ad that's goes not gonna work. I'm always okay with that. Now when I when I start doing that from that mindset i i'm not under pressure i know that mm. there are some ways that you can use pressure in your fear but i'm not really under pressure that i have to make it work and if it didn't work don't get me wrong like when i'm doing something or when you're doing something you're doing like you put your you do your best All in, yeah. and you, you, you are trying to make it your best however if i lose it or if it didn't work that's okay and that will make you less needy that would yeah. make any person like and instead of saying oh like because what happens sometimes when, when you are in this state of mind, you become desperate and people sense that. And it, to be honest, it happened to me many times when I started and people sense that. But the other, the other side extreme of the spectrum is many people also like, they don't care. Like I know that there are some salespeople and they are very good salespeople. And they say like, oh, like you just talk to people and be arrogant and, and they do the other so you don't care to them and he said oh, like, hey you're gonna buy or not i don't care about you like <laughs> you don't do that like you know because no. some other people I, I see this a lot and i know <laughs> i know people that who were really scared to do sales and things and then they learn some techniques from xyz people and they said oh like you have to be arrogant you have to be blah 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 and then they do that oh like i don't care about sales i don't get if you get so it's, it's not like oh like you are so super needy or on the other side of the spectrum that you don't really care like 
having their best interest in your heart when you're doing it and being mm-hmm. okay, not being okay, being okay, losing the sale, being okay, losing the deal. And knowing that this is not the, the only option yes. in front of you. So if you don't have this sale, you're going to have more sales after that. You're going to have more, you're going to talk to other people after that. If, if one post didn't work, that's okay. If an ad didn't work, that's okay. If, if we, if we, we wrote the sales copy and, Oh, like it didn't, it didn't like convert or we, we mm. have like a bad day or we like a, a copy flopped or whatever. That's okay too. So accepting that makes it, makes it easier for you to not, to not become me. Yeah. And, and yeah, you have control and you, you're not, you're not stressed about not having a client. You're in control of the situation to move forward. So I know you mentioned before about closing the door on people. Is that you were talking about? saying no saying no to people or is, was it something else there there are there are two things here when when we're talking about closing the door so closing the doors that one of the things we talk about is what your clients or your prospects tried and didn't work mm-hmm. it is so important to understand what they have tried and didn't work for two reasons one if I know what they have tried and didn't work, I will never say to them, my product is what I have tried and didn't work. Yeah. And if it is similar, I would explain to them why it didn't work for them. So I, I, I going to have my explanation. So I'm going to be one step ahead. So let's go back to that story again. And he said, like, what have you tried so far? <laughs> and I said, yeah, I tried like, painkillers and tried like uh, home remedies. I tried this, I tried that, didn't work. Now imagine that if he offered me, he said, okay, like, you know what? I'm going to give you a pick. And this is like, this is his offer to me. Like I said, like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I tried this and didn't work. Mm. I'm coming for a different reason. So, and closing the doors is you say, okay, so how you do that in your copy or, 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 or in your content in general is you say, okay, so let's, let's talk about sales. So imagine that someone, they tried Facebook ads mm-hmm. and you work for them. So now let's imagine that I will go further that, or let's like, like, let, let me talk to your product. So, so you are doing video content for people, okay? And people try video content, do you work for them, okay? So, and instead of telling them like, oh, like I'm gonna give you a video content. Once you say that in the first sentence, they are out. They say, okay, like I tried that before, do you work? Like if you say to them, hey, like, have you tried like doing YouTube videos and do you work for you? And they're gonna say, yeah, I tried and didn't work. So you tried like to do the captions, you tried to do uh, hire guys from Fiverr. You see like how I'm going now? Yes. You tried like buying softwares. You tried. Now I'm going. Um, when I'm talking about trying and didn't work, there are two kind of products. It's just gonna be. There are direct products that's a direct competitors, and there are indirect competitors to you. Mm-hmm. So direct competitors who are like people who are doing similar the things same. to you. Those are direct. Indirect are like a software company who's doing something similar. It's not exactly what you are doing. But like, imagine that there's a software company who is offering people like doing captions and things. This is actually not like a direct competitor to you, but they are offering something that people who, when they look about oh, what they're gonna do video content, they're gonna look at the other options. So you try to 
search about what they have tried in direct and indirect and what did you read so you tried like doing captions and you tried to do like uh, the crazy thing that people do trying to wave and do like this and you learned all of this stuff from them and you tried like uh, the whiteboard thing and you try this and nothing is working and they're gonna say yeah i tried everything with you you, tr you bought like all the fancy lighting you bought all the fancy cameras all the equipment and all the equipment are nothing working <laughs> and then you tell them but the real reason why it's not working is actually the content itself that you're sharing because no matter how how like people are actually getting attention is different than keeping the attention you yes. can say what you're gonna say okay like you can't get anyone attention if, if you if you scream fire in a place you will get people attention but if once they realize you're a liar they would not yeah once they realize there are no fire they would not actually listen to you so it's exactly the same for your content so you can like yeah don't get me wrong all of these content captions equipment this these are all useful tools but mm -hmm. none of them can help you if the content can't keep people's attention and this is why what I do in my product XYZ or my offer XYZ, where I help people keep people attention in a way that make people actually stay, not just getting their attention, but actually keeping their attention. Yeah. And here's my offer is, and go there. She said, what I did yes. here, here's I closed the door by telling them, hey, you tried equipment, you, you bought the cameras, you, you bought the best equipment, you bought the lighting. And how do I know that? Because this is, this is where the research, your research come and talking to people said, look, what you have tried? And they say, oh, like, man, I tried like, I, I, I bought like cameras, I bought like mm. this, I did, I did advertisement on YouTube, I did like ads on Facebook, and I did this, I did this, I did that, and nothing worked. So, okay, that's also cool. Like, and you have tried this, try that. So you see now, and this is, we see like what I refuse here. I said, yeah, you got people attention. They mm. didn't know how to keep it. And they're gonna say, uh-huh. I didn't yeah. know that. I, I didn't know that I need to keep their attention. I thought just because everyone is talking about getting people attention. The, the other thing that you can you can do here is that hey, but things in 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 social media gets old very quickly because once someone some people do something, it gets old because people get used to it. So at mm. first, if you do this at first, people want to say like what you are doing, and but after two like after like five five yeah. times they can realize oh he is trying to to stop me some people now use their phones and do like the sideways and do the x-way yes you will get my attention don't get me wrong all of these things is going to help you to get my attention but the problem is not getting my attention the problem is keeping, keeping that attention. Mm. and then they're going to say okay so here is what you did after you closed the doors you said you tried x you tried y you tried z and didn't work and then you're going to say oh why and here is why now you're going to say hmm that makes sense yes so you transition like you see here what you are doing is a transition between you close all the door you tried equipment you tried facebook you tried youtube ads you tried painkillers captions <laughs> all, all the painkillers all the symptoms that they have tried to pay the painkiller they have tried to stop the pain but they didn't actually solve the root cause and then once you 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 have the root cause and by the way, your root cause can be different things. Mm. So your root cause, and this is because some people have like one root cause 
and they are just working very hard on one root cause. And then they say, okay, like I get people attention on that, but it's but working. Now? But then after a while, but after a while, stop working. And this is because another thing is the stage of the people you are talking to. Mm-hmm. So if you are talking to like brand new beginners, it's going to be completely different from someone who is already making sales. Mm-hmm. It's going to be completely different from someone who is really doing ads and they are doing, doing like, so I'm working with a guy like who's doing like 50, 60 uh, K a month. Like the message that I have to put in front of these guys completely different from someone who is just starting. So if I put the same message, is gonna this has to be completely different because mm-hmm. what makes sense to someone who is just starting out it's not gonna make any sense to someone who's making like 50 60 camera because mm-hmm. they're gonna say like what the hell you're talking about you're talking about equipment i'm buying things i have all of these things yeah. and he's I'm already making money he's he's already you've already solved those symptoms <laughs> you've already solved exactly. some of his root root causes yeah so, so how do you make, I know you covered lots of different examples there. How do you make that as simple as possible for people listening today? Are there any steps that they could take to yeah, sure. improve their copy or improve their message in a simple way? Absolutely. Absolutely. So a very simple theory you can think about it is the following. Using the not this, but that. So what we do is we see what people are what they think the problem is. Mm-hmm. And instead of telling you, oh, you are stupid, and because this is how most people start to their copy, it's people are doing this, those are stupid. And I, like, I'll give you an example. I, I work with someone and she's a money coach and she's helping people with investing and doing things and how to like make more money with their assets that they already have. Mm-hmm. But she believes when she writes, she believes that people should understand what she's talking about. Mm. And instead of doing that, what you can say is first, what do they believe the problem is first? Mm-hmm. What do your people think the problem is? Not what you think the problem is. What do they think the problem is? So okay. looking for the symptoms. So they think the problem. So there might be thinking the problem is um, people don't understand me. Uh, people are stupid. Uh, I, 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 I'm just taking like literally what they are saying, like whatever the yeah. thing is, or um, my, my message is not clear, or um, uh, I'm not clear on this. So you're going to say, okay, so th- this, is when it, this is why you just going to get their attention. So have you tried X, Y, Z and it's not working? They're going to say, okay, this is just literally getting their attention. Now, the first, the second step after that is talking about what they have tried and didn't work. Mm-hmm. Like we have something I call the shift to post. It's actually just doing this. It's just literally following this formula is getting their attention and then start talking about what they have tried and didn't work. So let's mm. talk about that. So, um, you have tried like so many, uh, let's say like your video, let's say we talk about someone and say, hey, like your video content is not converting. Mm-hmm. You tried like captions. This is what they have tried. You tried tools. 
you tried this, you tried that, it's not working. Now I, I'm closing the doors on everything they have tried to work. Yep. Now, when you are doing that, you do two things. One, they believe that you really understand what are you talking about because this is actually what they have tried to work. Mm. Two, they give them a hope because if you are closing all the doors, that means you're going to open to me another door. Yeah. And then you say simple formula or simple word. The only reason why or the main reason why XYZ is not working is because, and then you give an explanation. So yeah. the only reason why people like, uh, this is like the way I'm seeing it all the time. The only, the main reason why people don't believe what you're saying is that they have different beliefs and experiences from yours. And this is, and then I say, and this is the only, the only way to do that is your thing, how to explain to them. So the only way to do that is to start explaining in your content. And this is the number one job of your content. Your content is not there just to give information. Your job then, it, it, your, your content, the main job of your content is to change their beliefs, to change their experiences. It is not about giving information, more information. Right now, if you are just giving people information, it's actually a bad thing mm -hmm. because it's, I literally can go on YouTube or Google and get tons of information. If it is just about information, this is the easier thing in the era of information, we are overloaded with information. Mm -hmm. So it's not enough to give them more information. You have to change their beliefs. Now you're going to say, uh-huh. Now we are waiting for what? You're waiting for the shift. What you are literally doing is shifting their perspective. They yeah. make the, you believe, you believe the main problem is X. Actually, the main problem is Y. And here's how to solve it. Now, after you do that, what most people do, they do this amazing thing and then they do what I call it like teaching the obvious. If you do that, you lose them forever. And this is like, we uh, don't get me wrong. I did this myself. So mm. if you teach the obvious, the problem after you set the stage for that, and then you say something very obvious and you say, how I like, let's do like in the mindset industry and say, Oh, and all you need to do is just say affirmations and say, oh my goodness, like I have been saying affirmation for years and, and now you are telling me say affirmations. <laughs> like, okay, thank you. Yeah, it's like, giving, say like it's like in giving you exactly. You're giving me a painkiller that I already have tried before and didn't work. Mm. <laughs> so yeah. that means you don't understand what I'm talking about. You don't understand my stage. You don't relate to me. You're not an expert at what you're doing. Yeah. But then you say, okay, like once you change the perspective and then here comes your offer and says, hey, here's why I have the X, Y, Z. Now, here's why, or, or, or this is, can be like an offer to your Facebook group, like uh, like invitation to your Facebook group. This is can be like just uh, type something below and then you're going to give them a PDF about something or it's going to be like a video you're going to share with them, telling them the steps. But again, this, this thing that you are giving to them, you are setting the stage for them to accept it. Mm -hmm. The old way of just give more information and what, what people call it, like I know that people think that there's something called value posts and there's something called other posts. Mm -hmm. I don't believe everything you are doing is actually value. Like even if what, what you do when you, you shift the perspective or change their belief is actually value. Because mm -hmm. if, I, if I change someone's belief about something, this is a great value. Teaching is value. 
but teaching is not just about giving here are the three steps mm. is not no shifting someone's perspective is teaching telling them telling them about mistakes is teaching mm. telling them about mistakes to avoid is teaching so teaching is not just xyz because the problem with if you don't change why changing the belief is very important because you can give me a lot of information, but if you don't persuade me that why should I use it, giving me 100,000 pages of information, I'm not going to use it. I'm not going to read it. I'm not going to value it mm. because you haven't changed my perspective. You haven't changed my belief. You haven't changed my opinion or you haven't changed my perspective. So I don't see what you're seeing. Again, your world is so far from their world. They don't understand what they're talking about. You need to relate to their world first. And then once you come, they're going to see, oh, okay, now it makes sense. Because yeah. you are talking about me. You're talking about my problem. You describe to my, me my problem in a way that I can understand it. You describe to me what I have tried and didn't for, uh, and, and, didn't, uh, and didn't work. And cleared my misconception with some of the other things. You told me about the consequences. Um, maybe we don't have just to go in details, but you tell them about their misconceptions about mm -hmm. things. Even clarifying a misconception is value. Yes. Value is not value is not just here are the three steps how to do something. Mm -hmm. Value is telling them about mistakes, telling how to avoid mistakes, telling them about the consequence of a, of a problem of a, of a mistake they are doing, clearing a misconception, even raising an objection. And this mm. is so powerful, especially for at certain stages for some people who already know about your product. Raising an objection, because most people, what most people are trying to do, they are trying to avoid objections. They're trying to hide objections. No, I want you to raise objection. If, if someone is saying, uh, your product is expensive. Okay. So instead of hiding and saying, no, like I don't, my product is not expensive, it's actually cheap. Or instead of thinking, about, oh, I have to drop the price because yeah. people are saying about this. And instead of raising this, you might say, hey, yeah. It is expensive. <laughs> actually, actually, it is expensive. And it is expensive for someone who is just starting out, but we are not working with someone. Else. And if you are someone who actually worry about the price of that, maybe this is not for you. Now you are not just, you're raising the objection and you are clarifying it and then make it okay. Like, this is not for you. And this is like, comes to you when you were asking like, can I say no to people? Absolutely you have to say no to some people because the biggest problem that if you're trying to sell to everyone, you are getting no one. Mm -hmm. And people are in different stages in, 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 their, in, in their journey, in their perspectives, in their uh, like the awareness levels and in their journey or whatever they are doing. So you have to know like who you are talking to. Like I remember I was in a call with someone and at the end of the call, I told her, I'm sorry, like I don't think I can help you. And she got... She got angry and she, she wanted actually, yeah, but you have to tell me. I said, no, I'm not going to tell you because <laughs> I don't believe I can help you. And she thought that, like I'm using like a sales technique or something. And, and I, I wasn't using a sales technique. I told yeah. her, I actually can't believe I can help you as you say. We, we don't help like someone who's absolute beginner or just someone who's just starting out. We, mm -hmm. we don't do that. That's not, that's not a bad thing about that, but we, I just know who, who are our people are. Mm -hmm. So you have to know that and you have to be okay getting rejected. 
Yeah. You have to be okay. You have to be okay. Yeah, you have to be years. okay with failing at something. You have to be okay with it. That brings you I back would... to um, being in control, you know, when you said. Absolutely. Okay. Being in control is more about being in control of yourself mm-hmm. rather than being. Let's, 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 let's think about this. The problem is not the problem itself. The problem is your perspective or your perception to what the problem is. Mm. So let, 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 what does that mean? So if someone says, no, said no to me, mm-hmm. now I can, I can think like that. Oh, like this means my product suck and I suck and I'm a bad person and blah, blah, blah. Or that means they are stupid and they can't buy and blah, blah, blah. Or I can say, okay, like, actually I had like 10 calls and one said no, or two said no, or three said no, whatever number said no. I sold like seven or six. That's still okay. Um, and I'm just okay with getting no's. Mm-hmm. Some people are going to tell you no and the most important question when someone says no or reject you is I just I want to ask why. Mm-hmm. This is the only question I need to answer if someone says no. I just want to, sometimes you ask it straight. Sometimes you, you just go around and say like, why you, are you saying no to me now? Mm-hmm. Now, because sometimes this is actually, if I'm getting the no's about specific thing a lot, Maybe this is something actually I need to work on. So yeah. it's I don't believe no is, on, is, is always failing. No is not always failure. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's actually something that I need to take care of. Sometimes it's just absolutely part of the process. I'm not going to sell. So if I, if, I, if I try to sell to or, or try to pitch to 100 people about something or I'm ha- going to have a Facebook uh, or, a, or a Facebook ad or a YouTube ad, I know that I'm gonna get some people will not like it. Some people will say will 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 comment bad on it. Some people will negative. Like I tell you something. Like, what's your phone? You have an iPhone or Android? iPhone. Okay, you have an iPhone. Like, do you do you believe that are do you know that on 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 the internet there are bad reviews on iPhone? Yes. Oh, and you still have an iPhone. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't like, yeah, that doesn't mean, and, and if you have an Android, it's going to be the same thing. And guess what? Some people hate both and mm. they have a third option. So it's okay to get rejected. It's okay to say, no, the most important thing is how to deal with that. Like, okay, like how are we going to look at it? Mm-hmm. It's the more important, like, what is the meaning you're going to assign to the no? Uh, this no is part of the process and it's okay. Uh, this no is is actually a concern that I have because I got like I got like ten no's today, or and they are all saying the same thing. Maybe this is something actually I need to change. And this is why actually, as marketers or as people who are doing uh, working on anything in persuasion, you have we need to have this mindset of a scientist. Mm-hmm. I'm testing. Yeah, I'm okay with getting and. The more you get this identified with the product, because this is this is another thing. Most of the time, what I, I and this is a mistake I made myself that I used to have like I am the product. Yeah. And I get so attached to the product that if you say something bad about the product, you're saying bad about me. 
Or if you say something bad about my copy that you're saying, or you wrote an ad and didn't work or, or whatever, and instead of saying, this is actually, I suck. Okay, like why did it work? Mm. Yeah, is asking it, why all because, the time. Because oh, think about it, asking why will give you answers. And then you start to analyze those answers because sometimes you can, okay, where did they put this app? Like maybe I put this copy in front of people. Like, so let's pretend something. Let's pretend you're the best dentist ever. And you put like an ad in front of people who never, who doesn't have like toothaches problem or something. And you're talking about specific pain and they don't have it. So maybe that I, I targeted the wrong people. Maybe you targeted the right people, but you didn't grab their attention. Mm. There are steps like we, we just don't have time to talk about, it. but there are steps to, to identify, but it's very important to, to do something I call like identifying your bottleneck in your business. Mm-hmm. And find where where do you actually lose where do you have actually have a problem because most people what they are trying to do is they are trying to work to work on everything mm-hmm. they want to solve everything at once and they change so many variables and then you don't know like what do I do like the scientists when they are working in the, they don't just change all the everything and then they they hope that's gonna work no you're gonna say okay. So I put the same ad in front of 10 different audiences and they all didn't buy. Maybe like, okay, that means that the copy itself sucks or the ad didn't work or I didn't get some. I didn't have anyone click on it. Well, let's see, the, is it the ad or is it the people? Can I put it on different ads? Can I hear different? Oh, like I put it in different people and I still getting noise. Okay. What if you are getting clicks, but you are mm. not getting like signups? Oh, so, okay, now I'm getting clicks. That means that the ad itself works yeah. because it makes people click. But the second step is uh, maybe like the opt-in page has something that's not consistent with what was on the page itself. Okay, people signed up and they went in and they didn't book the call or they didn't buy the thing. Oh, maybe that here, but... So you see, yeah. like I'm trying You're to testing. break down where is, yeah, where is the problem? And instead of saying, "Oh, okay," like you know what, people it, not booking enough calls with me, I have to change my copy or I have to change my product. And the people didn't actually see the product <laughs> that you are yeah. working on changing all the time. They didn't see it. They didn't actually reach it. They they are stuck on the on the ad itself or on your content itself. So identifying where. If you have this mindset of, I am okay with making mistakes and I'm okay with testing things and I'm okay with, with getting feedback and I'm okay with analyzing data, it's going to be completely game changer for you when you start looking at it that way instead of saying, oh, like I made a mistake and I now, now I have to change everything. Because so many people, they talk about, I have to change my offer. And they said, like, how, did you, how many people did you sell? Like, I didn't talk to anyone about it. Like, so how how do you know? Like, if you didn't talk to anyone, how how do we know it's an offer problem? Yes. Some people come to me and say, "Oh, like I have a new offer, and I, I believe the offer is a problem." So, how many people? And they say, like, oh, "Like, I just talked to two people, and two of them said no." So, oh. Are you yeah. serious? Like, how are we gonna know that? So yeah. always, always have this mindset of test analyze data and be okay with 
become curious about what 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 they're gonna do next and ask why like why do they work yeah because asking why is the, is the most important question that we can ask yeah and especially when when somebody says no can i ask why and it, it's really easy to ask that and you you want yeah, as much really information easy. as possible exactly uh, so yeah. what is the one lesson you want to because i know we haven't got all day but it's been great to talk to you what is the biggest lesson you want people to leave with today the biggest lesson I, I it's kind of hard to have one lesson but the biggest lesson that is no matter what you are doing you just have to change their perspectives first mm. so don't people go hard on giving value or teaching or giving steps without without really shifting their perspective like and without really changing understanding their world and relate to them and shift their perspective it's going to be very hard to sell them anything even like if this is how i start knowing because i used to give like when i started like it's more like more than five years ago when i started i used to give my stuff for free and people don't take it why because it didn't relate to them although like i knew it was really good but once you start shift their perspective so mm. shifting the perspective is more important than just teaching xyz here are the three steps because i know that maybe people say oh, here are the five steps on how to do xy organic marketing here are the five steps how to write the best copy here are the 2101 steps or to do whatever if if you don't before you give them this you have to relate to the world. You have to change their perspective. So I call it like believe it changing, believe it changing content. So you change the beliefs first, mm -hmm. their beliefs, their understanding, their perspective. Once it, the, the reality shifting marketing is, is you, you really shift the reality, change the reality first. Once you shift the reality, give them a different perspective, they will be more open to accept from you. Yeah, and uh, if it goes back to another conversation I had with somebody who said there are so many different types of videos you can create, but these are the reasons why you need to choose these ones. And you, you would change, you change exactly. your perspective. Uh, and I think that's only the way experts think. <laughs> it must be the only way. But now I now I understand it, and I've written loads and loads of notes, and I'm going to be. Uh, downloading the transcription as soon as possible and writing something but thank you for today um how can people get in touch with you um after this call so um well, i have my uh, my website is calmazid.com and we have our facebook group is high impact and high ticket offers uh, for life coaches and transformation of coaches uh, we are currently running uh, like a challenge that Right now, we are giving it for free. We are, to be honest, again, we are testing it. Uh, obviously, it's not going to be for free. Uh, but at this stage, we are just offering it for free for getting feedback on it. This is literally what we are teaching our clients. We are putting it there, uh, taking parts of it, giving it to people to test it out and give us feedback. So it's a high uh, impact, high ticket offers for uh, life coaches, transformational coaches. Amazing, amazing. Thank you so much for today. And all, all the information will be in the show notes down below so you can get all you need from Kali today. Uh, again, thank you for your time. And I, I hope you enjoy yourself. And I'll speak to you soon.
Thanks, Chris. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you again so much for listening to this week's episode with myself and Khalid Maizad. One, two of the main points that really stuck out today were to have the freedom to say no to clients that won't best serve you because if you're going to uh, spend time with clients working on their copywriting, their messaging, their sales process, you want to be able to get the best out of them by working with them effectively. So if you don't think your personalities are going to match and they're not going to put in 100% of the effort, then they're definitely not the right client for you. So say no to them. It's okay to say no. One of the other points that really stuck out was to focus on shifting people's perspective before trying to sell them. So in terms of um, Khalid talking about his doctor when he went to when he had a toothache, instead of talking about the, the technicalities of improving his tooth, he talked about the pain that he was actually feeling and if that pain continued on, what would happen over a long period of uh, neglection and everything like that. So that's really important. Focus on the pain, but we've got some controversial people that say not to focus on the pain. So that will come in future episodes. But I hope you enjoyed this episode and my key takeaways too. If you enjoyed this podcast, then please leave a review at the end of your um, time here and I'll see you next week.